Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The Environmental Protection Authority, or EPA, announced yesterday that from December 31st, 2026, they will ban pear and polyfluoroalkyl substances from use in these products. They are sometimes called forever chemicals as they take a long time forever even, to break down and can become toxic at high levels, damaging the environment and consumers. To discuss this move, we're joined by Melanie Carr, who is Associate Professor for the School of Environment at the University of Auckland. Hi, Melanie. Hello, Jesse. Thank you for having me. Nice to talk to you. Not everyone will have heard of Forever Chemicals. It's quite a memorable name. Is, uh, is it an accurate description of what they are? Yeah, and you explained it very well. The main issue with, with those chemicals is that they take a very, very long time to degrade once they are in the environment. They may last forever, so this is why we call them forever chemicals. It's actually a very, very large group of human-made chemicals. It means that they do not exist in nature, and they've been produced since the 1950s a lot. They have great properties for industrial applications, but unfortunately, because they persist in the environment for so long, uh, we're paying the price now um, of their extensive use. What effect might they have? What, sorry? What sort of effects might they have on the environment and on possibly humans? So there's been a lot of work to try and, and find out what may be possible toxic effects. And there is um, really good agreement now that um, exposure to PFAS is linked to many negative human health outcomes, including a number of cancers, damage to the liver, damage to the immune system. Um, yeah, so not particularly healthy. Yeah. Um, and they're found in cosmetics, huh? Are they, are they a useful ingredient in cosmetics? They are useful, but much likely not really essential. So they can be found in um, all sorts of different products, uh, mascara, nail varnish, shaving creams, foundation, and those PFAS molecules, because they have such great properties for industrial applications. They, they change the properties and functions of the product to improve its texture, smooth the skin, increase um, the product to be waterproof or increase the longevity, all sorts of things that consumers appreciate. Yeah, okay. So what do you make of this ban? Uh, is this good news from your perspective? Yeah, definitely. I think it's, uh, it's, it's a great news. Um, that was somehow expected because this um, there was a proposal by the New Zealand uh, EPA to, to ban PFAS from cosmetic last year in, in March 2023. And this was followed by a public consultation, industry consultation. And, and I'm really delighted um, that the New Zealand EPA decided to go ahead and um, ban those compounds from cosmetics. In how many other countries are they banned? Is this becoming a common thing? It's it's getting there, I think. It depends a lot on how how long it takes to implement these kind of decisions. And you see where 
the, the New Zealand EPA is taking the decisions today, but uh, it, it won't be before the end of 2026 that we, we can really uh, implement the change. So I'm, I'm aware of a number of countries and, and states in the United States that are that are moving towards these directions, uh, but it, it takes time, unfortunately. Um, I'd like to add that um, the European Union is, is taking even a, a bolder perspective um, considering banning PFAS in all products, um, but it takes them a long time to, to figure out how this can be implemented. Um, but that's definitely a great move in, in the right direction for New Zealand. If you were trying to avoid these chemicals yourself uh, and not wait for the ban, how would you do it? That's, that's a very interesting and difficult question at the same time because PFAS are in cosmetics, but they are also in lots of products everyone uses every day. Um, they may be now non-stick um, pans at home or waterproof jackets, microwave popcorns, carpet, and, and so on. The list of products that contain PFAS nowadays is, is really, really uh, large. So I wouldn't want people to, to think that those compounds are only in cosmetics. If you want to avoid PFAS in cosmetics, there are great lists. Uh, of companies that are producing cosmetics without PFAS that are available online. Uh, but I would like to, to extend this recommendation to many other products that uh, can be made uh, without PFAS. Uh, and this could be uh, the things you, you use in your kitchen or next time you need to buy a, a waterproof jacket. Um, you know, if, if you look on the internet, there are companies who are doing a great job at avoiding PFAS uh, for those products. Yeah, interesting on the nonstick frying pans. I just looked up the um, the brand of frying pan that, that we have and it says on the website, they've got a, an FAQ on this exact topic, which is you probably expect um, them proactively dealing with it. And they say our products contain PTFE, which is included in the large group of PFAS substances. In cookware, these substances are completely bound in the hardened coating and will not transfer to food or the environment during use. Is that compelling to you? This is right. And uh, this is during use. But I'm sure everyone understands that we need to take um, a look at what happens to the products that we use after <laughs> we, we, we finish using them. They may end mm. up in the landfill or go into incineration in, in other countries than New Zealand. And those compounds are so um, persistent that they will stay there and eventually they distribute in the environment, in our air, in our water. And they come back to us through our food and drinking water. So um, it tells you that just considering what chemicals are and what happens to them during the time we use them is not sufficient. And we need a bit of a bigger perspective on the life cycle of the products. Nonetheless, um, cause for celebration today, in your opinion? Yes, definitely, definitely. But I hope it's a first step that would be followed by, by many others towards um, banning PFAS in, in other sectors. Thank you. Pleasure talking to you today, Melanie. Cheers. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Melanie Carr Associate Professor for the School of Environment at the University of Auckland. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free 
or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.